Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, welcome to the program. Hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Talk about Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat performance last night. Got a game coming up tonight. Western Conference Finals, Mavs at the Warriors. Rangers, Hurricanes, Oilers, Flames. The draft lottery won by Orlando. Your phone calls, emails, tweets, all the above are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app and you can join the thousands that watch every single day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the DP Show. Also, this is your last chance. The last chance to get the fifth time is a charm t-shirt. It's uh, only available until next week. Fifth time's a charm for the sports Emmys. We're six days away from losing another sports Emmy. Plus, special Father's Day t-shirts. All the fathers in your lives. You can go to danpatrick.com for those t-shirts and more. When we talk about NBA superstars, we normally don't mention Jimmy Butler. But over the last five years, Butler has averaged more than 22 points just once. We don't talk about Jimmy Butler during the regular season. But scoring isn't the only indication of a great player. Because he's a great two-way player, an elite defender. And when it comes to big games, he delivers. So far in the postseason, he's averaged just under 30 points per game. Two and a half steals per game. Last night, no different. Led the Heat to the win. He had 41 And when we talk about stars, you're going to talk about LeBron or Luka, Greek Freak, and rightfully so, Jason Tatum. Butler has done this before. It's just he's had a weird career where he was, I think, the last pick of the first round by the Bulls. He also played for the Sixers. He also played for Minnesota. And now he's with the Miami Heat. I don't know how many future Hall of Famers played for four teams over the first 10 years of their career. I think that's probably the numbers there for uh, Jimmy Butler. But he has that mentality that you want. It's playoff basketball. You know, we talked about Rajon Rondo, playoff Rondo. There are certain players, Reggie Miller in the postseason. Tim Duncan was great in the postseason. I mean, he was very good during the regular season. Tim Duncan always stepped his game up. And uh, I have a crazy stat about that. I'll give that to you coming up. But it feels like every year... At least one time we say the following, man, that Jimmy Butler is really good in the postseason, right? We always bring it up. We don't mention his name until May. And then he has a game and we go, gosh, he's really good or he really cares. I just don't think he, um, I don't know if he's easy to play with because he expects you to be great. He expects you to play hard. When he got to Minnesota, he probably looked at those kids and said, do you guys care? 
I mean, come on, let's go. There's there's a fire out there. Let's let's go. And then the Sixers famously took Tobias Harris and gave up on Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has a chip on his shoulder. And you could understand it because, oh, you didn't get drafted high in the first round by the Bulls. Oh, you're kind of an interesting story there. And then he bounced around to a couple of teams, and now he's with the Miami Heat. But had a big game last night as uh, the Boston Celtics. You don't have Marcus Smart. You don't have Al Horford. Like, if I'm Boston, I don't feel bad about this. Now, I have Miami against Golden State in the finals and said that at the start of the season. But if I'm Boston, I'm like, okay, we've been in this situation before. Now, you got to get Marcus Smart back. Al Horford, uh, he's in safety protocol right now. Don't know exactly when he'll be back. Probably game three at best. Marcus Smart, all right. You got blown out. Third quarter was the big difference here. Miami's been a great third quarter team. And you made it interesting, at least for them. But I wouldn't feel like all is lost or the sky is falling. You know, people talked about uh, this game was so important for Boston. No, it was really important for Miami. If if you would lose to a Boston team without Marcus Smart and Al Horford at home, that's a big deal. But Jason Tatum played well. Not well enough in the second half. But Boston lost to Milwaukee, game one. They've been here before. I wouldn't panic. I think it's going to go seven games. And Miami had a good night last night, as I mentioned with Reggie Miller yesterday. I think Tyler Hero is really the key for the Miami Heat. If he plays well and he gets 20 points a night, now you have enough firepower to uh, stay with the Boston Celtics. Tyler Hero played well last night. He had 18. But Jimmy Butler goes for 41, and Miami takes a 1-0 lead. Yes, Seaton. It's funny to me that uh, there's like the the criticism of Jimmy Butler is that he expects his teammates to be great. Yeah. Like, you know, he's the kind of guy that like he expects his teammates to play great. He expects his teammates to play hard. You know, he wants to win. He's one of those guys. Like, th- Those are all supposed to be good things. Why, yeah. why for Jimmy Butler are they a negative? Well, I don't think he wanted to stay with Minnesota when he saw those young kids didn't really care or didn't give the effort that he wanted. Philadelphia, they chose Tobias Harris instead of Jimmy Butler. Um, now with Miami, you know, he demands a lot out of those players, and so rightfully annoying. so. Yeah, I know. Here's Jimmy Butler after the uh, win last night. I speak for my teammates in the Miami Heat organization whenever I say I know what I'm capable of. Um, and I don't, I don't do this to score 40 points. I play the way that I play to win. Um, by all means necessary, and it just so happened that I scored 40. But uh, if I score 40 and lose, I'm going to be really pissed off. Okay. (laughs) He's fun to watch. He's intense, and you need to have that. There are certain players that they just dial it up, and they dial it up when you need them the most. Uh, So Jimmy Butler has increased his scoring in the postseason over the regular season average six times. That doesn't compare to Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan has the most all-time, increasing his scoring average from the regular season to the postseason, 14 uh, postseasons. 14 times in his career, he had averaged more during the postseason than he did during the regular season. But uh, Jimmy Butler, an impressive start to that series. And then you have tonight, it's Luka and Steph Curry. By the way, DraftKings has both players going over 35 points. Could you see both both players, I should say, going over uh, 35 points? I, I can with Luka. I think he needs to. I don't know about Steph Curry, but uh, DraftKings has that as the over-under uh, 35 and a half points, I guess. Uh, the uh, lottery last night won by the Orlando Magic. And then you start to think, okay, there's not that, uh, you know, transcendent player. There's no Zion. There's no Shaq. There's no, I mean, you can run down the list. Dwight Howard. You got, you know, a couple of guys who played uh, a couple of years in college. Chet Holmgren, uh, his high school teammate, Jalen Suggs, is with the Orlando Magic. So maybe you would partner those two together. Uh, I think they won three uh, straight championships in high school. Uh, Chet went to Gonzaga after Jalen went to Orlando um, you got a couple other players that are interesting. Jalen Smith at Auburn. Uh, 
Paolo ben- Banchero uh, at Duke, Jaden Ivey, but I'm guessing if I'm Orlando, see, I don't buy into this way. You got to take a big guy. No, you don't. Or you got big guys. Don't take take the best player. That's what today's NBA is all about. You can really get in trouble when you go, hmm, that guy's probably really good, but we need a big guy. Let's don't do that. There are guys who are bigs, but they don't play big. And I like Chet Holmgren, but I don't know what he's going to be like right away. And as the number one overall pick, you put that pressure on him, although being in the Orlando market will help him considerably. But it would really help Orlando maybe to get a little bit of a boost. They're one of the worst teams as far as attendance. They're really kind of faceless. That would give you, you know, a name and a face there, somebody to come out and see, and that's what they need. But uh, Orlando wins. <laughs> Jamari Smith might be, well, him and uh, Banchero, probably the two guys ready to play right now. Uh, but Holmgren feels like we love potential. There are times when you go, that guy could be really good. It's the guy right in front of you. You go, no, he is really good. Yeah, but we like potential. Yes, Seton. I'm not sure anybody really won the NBA draft lottery. Wow. Wow. Just like, hey, Orlando, congratulations. You get the first pick in one of like the weakest drafts we've seen in a while. And hey, Chet Holmgren, you're probably going to go number one to Orlando. It's kind of a lose-lose. Yeah. No offense. But but if you're Chet Holmgren, you get to be reunited with your high school teammate. That's not bad. I mean, that feels like a win for him. You go number one. They all want to go number one overall. I'd say if Chet Holmgren goes number one to Orlando, that's pretty good. Yeah, Paul. You're going to Siberia, though. Your games aren't on TV. More, there's more Gonzaga games on national TV than Orlando Magic. Now, that's not a that's joke true. in any way. <laughs> I know. No, I know. And, and also, the top pick of the NBA draft can't be named Chet. Guys named Chet historically don't play basketball that well. He seems good. But I'm like, ooh, Chet comes to the court. I'm like, I'm licking my chops. Chet Walker, Hall of Famer, played for the Bulls. That's one. Well, that's one more than you thought. <laughs> Chet the Jet. Chester See, Walker. You can't call him Chet the Jet Holmgren because he's not really yeah. a fast. He's just tall. Yes, Tom. And Kenny Smith is the Jet. How many Jet nicknames do you need? Yeah, but Kenny was the Jet after you know Chet the Jet Walker. Yeah, that's I, that. That I have a problem with too. I think once someone gets the nickname, that's the one person that gets it. Yeah, Paul. that's a good point by Fritzy. Ladanian Tomlinson is a fantastic yes. athlete. Yeah, he is he, not LT. No, he's not, he's not LT. LT is Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, uh, Tom Terrific. Remember Tom Brady tried to uh, oh, I know. siphon Tom Terrific <laughs> as a nickname. That's Tom Seaver. So it's, it's over, Johnny. Yeah, it's like Tom didn't think anybody would remember Tom Seaver. Like a siphon. Yeah. He, I don't even know if that's the right word. But yeah. It feels like a dastardly thing. No, he thing. just stole yeah. it. He was trying to steal it. Is that there at the gas tank of yeah. the Tom Terrific nickname? Yeah. yeah. Tom Seaver's gas tank, and he's <laughs> siphoning off Terrific out of there. Tomlinson should have his own thing. He's, he was a great player. Well, what would you call a Danian Tomlinson? I don't know, but... I mean, can you call him the Great Dane? Let's say we we're in a room, and I said, holy cow, LT's here. What, what name pops in your yeah, head? Yeah, I know. How about LD? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. I don't know. yeah, LD, LT. Kind of. Why? Why does LT like, yes, but LD is like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coach. <laughs> who is the Great Dane? There, there has to be somebody whose nickname is the Great Dane. Ron Dane? Ooh. Well, good poll, Marv. All right. The Great Dane. I, there might have been a Great Dane before. Maybe somebody who's actually Danish would have been the Great Dane. Famous Danish NFL players. No, 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 just famous oh. athletes. It could be a Great Dane who is a biathlete there. The University of Albany, they're the Great, great Danes. Great Danes. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll work on Chet Holmgren. Yes, Todd? I'm looking here. The Great Dane is a nickname which may refer to Morton Anderson, Danish-American okay. NFL kicker. Hall of Famer. All right. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> we got to come up. Does Chet Holmgren have a nickname? Yes. Chet's his first name. It's not like Chester. I think it's just Chet. Chet, Chet Thomas Holm- Holmgren. The third. C- yeah, C-T-H. Yeah. Yes. It's not Chet, sir. <laughs> it, wouldn't be, yeah. it wouldn't be Chet-ster to begin with, Paulie. <laughs> yes. I think Chester. I, I think I, did I say Chetster? Yeah. No, no, no. no you no. were trying to squeeze it in like that no, would be his formal name. 
No, my point is that if his name was Chester and you shortened it, it would be Chess. Chess. Right. Instead of Chet. And his name is Chet. Right. So his formal name is not Chetster. But isn't people, aren't people named Chester, aren't they called Chet? Are they? People named Charlie are called Chaz. Yes, Todd. Another possible great Dane I'm looking at, Peter Boleslaw Schmeckel is a Danish former pro footballer who played as a goalkeeper. Okay. There you go. The great Dane, Peter Schmeckel. The old Schmeckel. We do have to find out if Chet is short for Chester. I think it is. Marvin said it is. That's a confirmation. That's a, that's a fact. Though. Marvin knows stuff. Yeah, but you were trying to take Chet and Chester and go Chetster. I didn't say Chetster. No, no, yes. I said Chester, Dan. <laughs> yes, Todd. I wish I, I would have said I that. I think Paul is right because Chet Lemon, the great uh, White Sox, Chester Earl Lemon. This says Chet is a masculine given name, often a nickname for Chester. Oh, okay. I thought Paulie was trying to but they shoehorn just, Chetster. I've got his birth certificate here, and it's just Chet Holmgren, just Chet. This program brought to you by Discover. <laughs> Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. That, that's why when people go, you script this show, there is no way in the world that we would script this show. And if we did, we wouldn't have done what we just did. We certainly would have uh, interjected the uh, Fritzy's Great Dane comment there in the middle of the bit we were rolling with. Yeah. <laughs> Hard left. Yeah. Oh. Yes, Tom. We would have taken that out of the script. Yes, we would have. Now, Chester McLaughlin would sound a lot less scary if he was just Chet McLaughlin. Can we agree with that? Let's take a break. Tim Legler from the Mothership on what we saw last night and uh, what he expects tonight with the Western Conference Finals. Uh, back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. M Drive. already had my scoop. There it is. In fact, if you're watching, I got right there, M Drive. There's my scoop. Got my uh, fruit smoothie and threw in the uh, M Drive there, everyday supplement for driven guys. Just because we get older doesn't mean we have to lose that energy. You got to have that edge, that drive formulated with clinically tested ingredients. M Drive supports healthy testosterone levels. Boost energy. Helps you feel your very best every day. Not ready to slow down? M-Drive has a supplement for you. M-Drive is available at mdrivedan.com. Risk-free. Free shipping. Don't like it? Don't feel more energized after 60 days? I'll be surprised, but they will give you your money back. You can also find M-Drive at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop, in case you're one of those people who likes to pick up the package and examine everything on it. Getting older doesn't have to be a bummer. M-Drive, try it every day. Visit mdrivedan.com, more strength, energy, T-support to fuel your daily drive. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. 
Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. If I were a star college basketball player, I would least like to be drafted by Orlando, Houston, Sacramento, or the Knicks, or other? Let me start with Tim Legler with that question, the ESPN NBA analyst and one of the great shooters in NBA history. hate to go negative to start out here, Legs, but would, <laughs> would you rather be the team that you would least likely to be drafted by or want to be drafted by, Orlando, Houston, Sacramento, or the Knicks? I would say the Kings. <laughs> I didn't take long to get that answer. <laughs> no, I, you didn't. Um, no, I, I, I just think... You know, I just think look at the track record of, of the organization and the track record of guys that they've dropped drafted at the top of the lottery. I mean, number one, they don't seem to really develop there. And two, they don't seem to stay there very long. So if I were a top pick, rather than maybe have a few wasted years at the beginning of my career, uh, maybe you'd be better off in a healthier organization because they just they've had a very difficult time getting anything right. We would look at drafts sometimes, and you wouldn't take the best player. You would take the player that you thought was best for you. And teams may, you know, the draft is littered with teams who made these mistakes where you go, we got to go get a big guy. Wait, but Michael Jordan's, nope, you got to go after a big guy there. But I wonder about today's NBA. Chet Holmgren is a big guy, but he's not that prototypical big guy down low. So if you're looking at Orlando, uh, would you buy into Chet Holmgren with the uh, you know limited sample size we saw at Gonzaga? Yeah, I would. I, I, I've seen him play enough to look at the skill set there, Dan. I mean, this this guy's a special talent. Now, obviously, that body type has got to change a little bit. But I, you know, you look at Kevin Durant coming out. I know they're different players, and Kevin Durant's one of the greatest scorers this league's ever seen. So that's not a, necessarily a comparison. But what I'm saying is the body type. Kevin Durant never really did develop. He clearly got stronger to play through contact than he did when he in his first few years in the league. You could ride his hip and knock him off balance, and he was an inefficient player early on. And he was able to get stronger functionally to play through it. Chad Holmgren absolutely needs to add some weight, some bulk, some strength. But when you look at him handle the ball in the open floor and you look at his vision and passing ability and his ability to step out and shoot and – Probably for me, the real differentiating factor would be the ground this guy covers defensively. I mean, he is an elite level hmm. weak side defender at, at what's probably going to end up being a, a small forward position. This is one of the best rim protecting small forwards we've ever seen come into this league with the ground he covers and his instincts for being there at the right time. So you add all that up. I, I think Chad Holmgren, it's going to take, take some time. You got to be patient because – the guy can't weigh more than 100, 180 pounds. I'd be shocked if he weighs more than that. You're going to have to develop that body, but the skill set, man, is, is special. I like how he's a seven-footer, and we're talking about him being a small forward. we got to get rid of these <laughs> labels, Legs. I talked about this yesterday. 
nobody is mentioning LeBron James as the greatest point guard of all time or second to magic. Like we, when we talk point guards, it'd be like, well, you got to put Chris Paul and you got Kuzi and Nash and Stockton. And why, why isn't LeBron the greatest point guard or Luca right now? He's a point guard, but we don't, you know, we, we don't call them that. Why? You're dead on. We don't. And I'm as guilty as anybody. I should do it because I've been referring to LeBron James as a point guard for a decade. I mean, that's really what he is. Let's be honest about it. The guy initiates every possession when he's on the floor. Well, isn't that what a point guard, the way we used to know it, you know what that means? Lead guard, point guard, whatever you want to call it. Luka Doncic, the same thing. You're 100% right. We just, we don't because of the size of these players and they're just not prototypical what we think that's supposed to look like. But there's no question. And right now in today's game, um, there is not a player in the league that controls possessions to a greater extent than Luka Doncic. And that, to me, is the essence of what a point guard is. We'll talk about that series coming up in a moment, talking to Tim Legler, uh, Legler, ESPN NBA analyst. There are certain players who get to the postseason and become different players. I know that you, you know, Michael Jordan and, you know, some of these players, but like Reggie Miller was a different player in the postseason. Jimmy Butler, Tim Duncan, different player in the postseason. What is it about those players that it's just bigger the game, the bigger the moment for them, the bigger the performance? Yeah, I completely agree with those guys. And Jimmy Butler's fascinating because to me, I mean, there's such an incredible leap that he takes in terms of his focus and his competitiveness competitiveness almost I, I've described him often as the greatest boring player I've ever watched in my life right because he doesn't do any of the stuff that wow us he's, he's a guy that's going to operate mainly in the mid-range area of the floor he's going to get to the line a lot that's not exactly exciting I mean he D's up when it's this time of the year but he's not doing those things that are the eye candy that we love to watch like some of these other great players in the league are He's so methodical about it, but clearly, and Eric Spolster alluded to this last night, there's something about got certain guys that it, they really only get the hair on their neck up when something dramatic is on the line. And that's the case, obviously, in the postseason. And he was spectacular last night. And he completely took over that game in the third quarter, really on both ends of the floor, and gave them a 1-0 lead. In a series, I picked Boston to win, but, of course, I didn't know Horford and Smart were going to be out, so we'll see how it goes now. Those guys don't play in game two, and they go down 2-0, beating a team that's that well-coached, that's that good defensively, four out of five is going to be tall, a tall order for Boston. I had to laugh that uh, your uh, fellow ESPNer, Jay Williams, said that, you know, we have slighted the Miami Heat. And I wanted to say to Jay, your network, slighted the Miami Heat because you guys spent an entire year talking about the Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets. Miami Heat were the best team record-wise in the East. But there's no drama there. There's no clickbait there. I mean, that's how we cover sports now, where you go, we probably talk more about the Lakers now, and they've been out of the postseason, than we have been the Miami Heat in the postseason. No, it's a great call. And, you know, and when they made the changes in the offseason, I, I thought the Miami Heat had a great chance to, to get to the finals because they added P.J. Tucker and Kyle Lowry, right? So all that playoff experience of Lowry, the toughness of P.J. Tucker, like things that they needed. But here's why. When you look at the other teams that we're talking about all the time in the East, it's because of what I just said. They've got the eye candy players. They've got Giannis. They've got Embiid and Harden. They've got Durant and Kyrie. They've got Jason Tatum. Nobody on Miami really looks like that, even though Jimmy Butler's a great player. Bam Adebayo is a, an all-star, one of the best defensive centers in the league, one of the most versatile big guys in the league. They don't do the things that tantalize us that make us want to talk about them every night. So instead, and I think Eric Spolster is perfectly fine with that, let's just show up every day, be professional about what we do, end up with the number one seed, and, and be incredibly difficult to operate against in those moments and that's exactly what they did last night it was very impressive the way they turned it up against them coming out of the locker room i'm curious the uh gamesmanship the game of verbal ping pong with luca and draymond green verbal <laughs> oh, verbal man. bouquets right now everybody <laughs> i you know draymond's one of my favorite players love the way he plays uh luca's unbelievable he's unstoppable how long does this last tim 
I would say probably within the first eight seconds of the game, there's going to be some sort of uh, of a verbal back and forth. Uh, the first time Luca, you know, goes goes into the lane and tries to back somebody down and throws his arms into somebody, gets a call. Draymond will immediately start in, and at no point over the next six or seven games, however long it lasts, will Draymond stop talking about what Luca is doing and, and vice versa. You know, this is going to be fascinating because there is a there is a whole other layer to Luca that has to just drive players insane. And it's the constant smiling, the grinning, the the look on his face of, man, am I having fun out here? And God, is this easy? And the, I mean, what, what drives it? Think about it, Dan. I was thinking about the other day when he was doing it to Booker right, in that game. And it started off, he was doing it, by the way, not when they were up 40. He hit his first two threes of the game and he was grinning like that. He knew something, right, that nobody else knew in that moment, which is I am in a great place right now mentally, and I am by far the best player on the floor. We're going to be just fine. But I was thinking, imagine anything you did competitively in your life, right? You go play golf with three of your buddies, and every shot a guy hits for four hours, he's laughing, and you know you can't beat him. Or you're, you're in a boxing match and a guy's tuning you up and then steps back between jabs and just grins at you. Like, what could get under your skin more? And that's what Luca is doing to people right now. And it's going to get chippy, physical, whatever, however you want to describe it. The bottom line is I don't think anybody is capable of getting this guy off his game. He, the pace he plays with, his physical strength, the way he anticipates what's coming his way, I, I just don't think he's affected by anything that's in front of him. He is so unique and so fascinating because of it. It would bother me more if a guy just grinned as opposed to smack talk. Like, like oh, I agree. Right? Like that that's gonna hurt. When you laugh, you're you're laughing at me. Like if you want to go back and forth and we exchange words, that's one thing. But when you're just laughing, you don't have to say a word. Oh man, because Booker is just He's not even making eye contact. He's just staring straight ahead, and Luke is, like, looking up at him like, hey, you know, you mad, bro? It's just – that picture is – I mean, that picture, it, <laughs> did, it did make me laugh out loud just because the nature of it. He's looking up like he literally – if I could put a thought bubble on Luka Doncic at that moment, I, it looked like he was saying, it's going to be okay, little buddy. You'll be all right. Yeah, you'll, get, you'll get one to drop. Don't worry. Keep trying. And then if he makes one, literally, he, he's at the point almost where in that game – he was going to be like, there you go, right? See, it's fun making shots. It, when it goes in, it's a lot more fun. Like, it, it, I just can't think of anything more going. At one point, he went to, in there, he got hit, converted, and literally was smiling, and it took his hands and kind of like rubbed his hands through his hair like a model. And I'm going, what is <laughs> happening out here? And so, it's, it's, it look, and look, he is, he is special, obviously. Obviously, this guy is something else, man. And I – I think then halfway through his rookie year, I described him in this way. Larry Bird is my favorite athlete of all time. And I said, this guy kind of reminds me of Bird, but with a better handle and a quicker first step. Now think about that combination. That's kind of what we have. He's got the nerve. He's got the, the, the you know, he's not as, as pure a shooter as Bird, but in some ways more lethal because he can string together shots from deep you know, off the dribble that Larry really didn't do. Um, and, and so for me, the IQ, obviously, the, the passing ability, he's incredible. And that's why I think Dallas has a legitimate shot in the series. I'm picking Golden State to win the series, but this is not going to be easy. Yeah, I've mentioned this before. There's certain players, and I liken them to, if, if we were going to attach music to their game, it's jazz. There's a jazz feel to Kawhi Leonard that he just moves at his own pace and, and the same with Luca in, in, a, in a sport where athleticism is always on display with speed, being able to jump, quickness. They, they get to where they need to go. You know where they're going to go, but you can't stop them. It's just one of those weird dynamics about basketball that I don't know if you can explain certain players being able to do it in a certain way at their own speed. Yeah, completely. And, and uh, you know, I've watched some of the guys guarding him right now. I mean, look at Mikael Bridges. He was runner-up for defensive player of the year. The guy's got, uh, you know, like a 7'2 wingspan. He's 6'8". He's committed to it. And he had no he had no ability physically 
to, to dictate anything to Luka Doncic. Like the great defensive players in this league, typically the reason that we talk about him in that vein, Dan, is because they dictate terms to a certain extent. Now, look, you're going to have great players make shots on guys. But over the course of 48 minutes, they are dictating what they're going to allow you to do because they're that strong, they're that quick, they're that relentless. And Bridges wasn't able to really do any of that to Luka Doncic. And, look, Draymond Green is, is not going to get a ton of him. He'll get him on some switches. This is going to be more about Klay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins than anything else because they've got the size, length, strength. But when you watch what Luka's about to do to those guys, he hits him with that shoulder on the back down, he knocks you backwards, and then he spins away to get to that fadeaway. There's just not a lot you can do. And if you want to run somebody at him, okay. Here comes Dorian Finney-Smith and Bullock and Jalen Brunson and Bertans and all these guys, Kleba, and they can make 18 threes in a game. That's why like, it's going to be fascinating to me. The number one thing I'm looking for tonight is what not, – not the initial coverage. What does Steve Kerr do as the game progresses, as the series progresses, to mix up coverages on him? Because you cannot give him a steady dose of anything in one game because that's a formula for disaster if you're Golden State. Always great to catch up with you, Legs. Thanks for joining us. Anytime, Dan. Talk that, to you soon. It's Tim Legler, ESPN NBA analyst, knows a thing or two about shooting. We have our play of the day coming up. And uh, we'll settle on our poll question. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture you will not find anywhere else to make your next move your best move and tap in with me on kj live wherever you get your podcast from there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddy makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is the play. of the day. Check this out. Now, Manson lets it go. He scores! He scores! Man, oh, Manson! And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because this party is over! The game winner, Manson's first career playoff goal. Altitude Radio Network. Play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Callaway, the new Rogue ST Fairway Woods, up to 10 yards longer. Longest fairway woods ever. They come in three models, Rogue ST Max, Callaway's most universal, Max D with draw bias, and Max LS, the better player model, the low spin. Get yours at CallawayGolf.com slash Go Rogue. See what's the poll question today. Well, I thought we could just get it on record from the audience since we did it yesterday, too. Okay. We had who advances Ooh. out of the East yesterday, Natch. So right. today we'll go who no. advances out of the West. Okay. So that's what I put up there. I don't have any results yet. Huh. So who do you, do you think? Well, I pick Golden State to start the year to win the championship. Oh, right, of course. How yeah. could I forget? Yeah. I remind you all the time when you, I'm right. You know what? And you know what? Typical, just like a kid, goes in one ear, yeah. out the udder. Yeah, udder, out the udder. Yeah, out the udder. Yeah, yeah, Paul. You, you know, Steph Curry seems pretty secure in his place, but for his career legacy, if he somehow wins NBA Finals MVP a few years down the road mm-hmm. from when last time he won it, sans Kevin Durant, how big is that for his try to get in the top 10 of all time well, conversation? We like to use that word legacy a lot. Whose legacy would be enhanced more winning a championship? If I put Jimmy Butler, if I put Jason Tatum, Luca, or Steph. Because Luca is doing sort of what LeBron did with his younger days in Cleveland, where you took a Cavaliers team where you went, they're not very good. Nice players, but he took them to the NBA Finals. Luca is taking a team that might be better than those Cavaliers, but you've gone through Phoenix, and now you've got to go through Golden State. To be able to do that and win a championship, that's, that's a big deal. Jimmy Butler winning a championship, that would firmly cement Hall of Fame status. Jason Tatum winning a championship, elevating him maybe a little bit higher. You know, you start to look at these players under 25. And there's quite a group there. And Jason Tatum, and he had a, he had a good game, but he had, he had a bad second half. But he kept him in the game, and he's been great all season long. But it feels like he could make that quantum leap, leap as well. Steph, this is all-time stuff. This is where he moves ahead of Kevin Durant, uh, unless he's already there ahead of Kevin Durant. I don't know if anybody gets into the top ten out of Durant and Steph, and we've talked about this a lot, um, I think Bird is going to be the first to come out, it feels like, out of that top 10. And it's because he had a 10-year career. Jerry West, he's the logo. He didn't win, but that's a different era. It's like Oscar and Jerry West, Bill Russell, Wilt, they're kind of grandfathered in. Uh Kareem, Tim Duncan. If Steph has four titles, and I think he's done more to change the game than anybody in the history of the sport. Like the game itself. Michael popularized globally, changed the game. But Steph on the court, I don't know if anybody has done more to change the philosophy of basketball than Steph Curry. But I'm wondering, see, I think Giannis at one point, you know, when I'm dead and gone is going to be a top 10 player of all time. Luca. See, it's not one of those where you go to Luca and you go, well, you know, when he gets older, he's not going to be able to play that way. Well, it feels like he plays like he's older. It's, it's, 
And, and I feel like the Greek freak is only getting better. He's adding to his game. Um, but there's only room for 10 in a top 10. It feels like we have 15 guys in the top 10. Who are you taking out? You almost, I think we're going to have an argument where you say, from the year 1980 on, like the modern era, the TV era, where everybody played under the same spotlight. Whereas if you look at Bill Russell or Wilt, Jerry, Oscar, um, it, it, it feels like they should be, there should be a line of demarcation. To be fair to the players now, to be fair to the players before. You know, you get this argument. Bob Cousy couldn't play now. I don't know that. I mean, maybe he couldn't. Uh, Bill Russell wouldn't be Bill Russell. Uh, Wilt would be a different player. Jerry West and Oscar Robertson could play now. They could. Having seen them personally, in person, they could play now. Wilt would be a different player. Now, he couldn't shoot. He was powerful. But in today's game, that'd be different. Bill Russell would be a small forward. He'd be like Ben Wallace. Not a great shooter, but a winner. Did whatever you needed him to do. And I understand that. Uh, but Bill Russell wouldn't be Bill Russell now. What would Shaq be like if he played back when Bill Russell did? You know, it's just, you, you get these arguments there. And I think it gets dangerous because then you start to downgrade or denigrate somebody. And I don't want to do that. Um, I, I, I think being fair to generations is important and understanding the context of the generation you played in. How great were you against your constituents? Yeah, Marv. I think Luke is in a really good spot, but also it, it could also be one of those things where I say, oh, well, he's young, he'll, he'll be back. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be back. So this, this might just be his best chance. I don't think it will be, but I can't say... You know, if this was 1995 and say, oh, Orlando, they'll be back three or four more times. No, they won't. So, you know, you probably got to take advantage of it of it now. But he's he's playing himself into all-time stuff also. And he's 23. But, th- you know, Dan Marino was probably 23 or 24. And he got to the Super Bowl. And we thought, oh, Marino, he's going to be back. And they never went back. Yes, he It's all very Patrick Mahomesian. You could easily sign yourself up for seven rings. Easy. They're going to get out of this. Take easy seven rings. The, the dynasty of one, easy. as I like to tell Nick Wright. That's very that true. That is Kansas City Chiefs. Ah, dynasty of one. Very well said. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Luca's resume, though, is really off to a great start in comparison to, like, Giannis. Giannis didn't make an all-star team until his fourth year in the league. Steph didn't make an all-star team until his fifth season league. After four years, Luca's got three all-star appearances, a rookie of the year, and two-time First team all NBA. But no MVP. No. See, that's the difference with Giannis and Luca. Imagine if we had the vote today. Giannis, Giannis has two MVPs and he won a championship. And he was the MVP of the finals. And he's been defensive player of the year. He had he, there was more of a, a longer ramp up for uh, the Greek freak. But he is uh <laughs> he's catching up. You know, he may, he's made up for lost time, that's for sure. But Luca, 23? I, Seton, let's change the poll question for hour two. Who has, who has more to gain from winning a championship? Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Luca, and we'll throw Steph in there because Steph is a bigger picture. Yeah, Paul. I would compare apples and oranges, Jimmy Butler, to, to what it, a title would have done for Tony Romo. Romo had lots of really good regular season stats. If he somehow got one title with Dallas, mind you, that puts him in probably in the Hall of Fame with his stats. Or Cowboys Ring of Honor and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, you can be in the Ring of Honor, but... Yeah. Well, Tony Romo's stats are way better than Eli Manning's stats. Regular season. Noticeably better. Regular season. Yeah, but who would you want in the postseason? Yeah, Eli. Yeah. But as, as I'm saying, like one title for Romo would have... He would have been in conversations that he's not even close to being in now. Well, if you won, you won a title with the Cowboys, then that feels like that's one and a half titles. Now you get a little bit more credit there. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that for the poll question. Uh, Dylan in Idaho. Dylan, what's on your mind today? Yeah, so I've got a uh, first time, long time, 6'3", 240. Okay. 
So I've got a pie-to-the-face bet for anyone that wants to take it. I've got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs missing the playoffs this coming season. (laughs) Okay. I like it. I like it. It's hot. Anybody want a piece of that bet? The Kansas City Chiefs do not make the playoffs this year. I got crickets. Anybody? I'm going to get the book here so we look at the schedule. Okay. Well, the the West is it's stacked. Yes, Paulie. You would think Denver would have more wins. You would think the Chargers would have more wins. And the Raiders maybe stay at what they are. That's There's four playoff possible teams in the division. Hey, Dill, I'll take it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'll take it. And the other guys are Standing up for soft. Nick Wright. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got to do that for Nick Wright. Yes, Eaton. Oh, we're just out of time. Oh. We'll have to save it. Oh, I wonder what Seaton was going to say. I was just going to run down the schedule. That's all right. Got to play the teams that are in front of you. There's a lot of L's in this group. <laughs> There's a lot of L's. For the opposition. <laughs> Mahomesian. All right. One hour in the books. Two more to go on this Wednesday. Dan Patrick Show. Close out the first hour with Love Sack, Stealth Tech, and the Sactionals, the world's most adaptable couch. You know, you sit on this couch and you just don't want to sit on another couch, a normal couch. The Sactional, configured to fit into the man cave, great for lounging, watching the game. And it's one thing to feel a couch, another thing to hear a couch. And you heard me right. They have a system inside, brilliant design. Now, they got the great fabrics, the layouts, they got everything for you, but it's the audio component, the Lovesack Stealth Tech 5.1 Dolby Digital Surround Sound by Harman Kardashian. You got uh, convenient wireless charging. You just put your phone on uh, one of the armrests there. It'll charge up. The endlessly adaptable Sactionals platform. Get ready for an unparalleled immersive audio experience. Also, control your listening experience through the Lovesack Stealth Tech app. It's great. It's different. It's the world's most adaptable couch now featuring Lovesack Stealth Tech. Learn more about Lovesack and Stealth Tech on lovesac.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 